Welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. This is where sparks of inspiration fly, and you'll feel ignited from real-life motivation. Through listening to this show, you'll discover your own uniqueness and learn how to transform negative energy into positive energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show Mindset, Meditation, and a lot of motivation. I am super excited. You guys know I'm like queen of super excited. So I always start with, I'm super excited because I am. I really am. I'm excited for our guest today because you guys, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> Let's talk about all, all the good, good things, things and the bad things. We're going to talk today a little yes. bit about sex. And guess what? We have not done any conversations about sex, so I'm super excited. Um, no, we haven't because oh, wow. we've talked money, we've talked mindset, we've talked wellness, we've talked every conversation, and I am so excited. So wait, wait, wait. Before you get started, let me tell you okay. who we're talking to today. We are speaking to another amazing doctor, Dr. Lene St. John. I hope I pronounced it right. Yes. Good. Lene St. John. She is a board certified sexologist. She is a sex coach and educator and author. And she is really the author of Read Me. And if you are have YouTube right now, I would suggest you go watch us on YouTube so you can see it because she's holding it up so you can see what it looks like. So uh, if you're listening to this, you just have to use your imagination. It says Read Me. <laughs> it has a bunny on it, on the front of it. So if you're going to look for it in the store, it's a bunny with a book in front of it. And it's a parental primer for the talk. It's a parental primer for the talk. I love how, how you just broke that down. And um, why I'm so excited to, to, to have this conversation is because you guys know I have Zachary and Zachary is my son on the autism spectrum and he is 13 right now. So I was like, oh, let's have that conversation to our parents out there, to our um, folks who want to be parents that to learn more about how do we start having these conversations with our kids, whether they're on the spectrum, not on the spectrum, they are all thinking and their bodies are feeling it. So um, what are the best then have to, to have a sexologist? Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me here. Now, Thank you. Do you prefer Dr. LeRae? Do you prefer, what, tell me. You what just call you, me Lene. Lene. Yeah. All right. Lene. All right. All right, Lene. So um, why did you even think about writing this book? Like what happened? To, I mean, you know, our, our audience has a very short attention span, like they're like their host. So <laughs> if you were to give us that quick judge of what made you say, you know what, it's time for me to put it on paper so, uh, so, you could, so someone out there can learn and listen from it. What was it? What happened? Yeah. I mean, this book was, it's, it's my book baby. Um, when I went back to school to study human sexuality back in 2009, I discovered right away that what I wanted to talk about was, was helping adults get comfortable with sexuality. But there's a big piece of that. And it's, if you can't talk to your partner about sex, you can't talk to your kids about sex. And so this, this book is, is like 10 years of, well, not quite 10 years, but eight, seven or eight years of work around helping people get comfortable with the topic and figuring out ways to do that. 
because a lot of times I think we, we do ourselves a disservice when we, um, when we focus on just talking about what penises and vaginas do, it's, um, it's a whole lot more than that. And uh, in the book, I give some suggestions on how to break that down. So it's not as scary. Oh, I love it. Like, <laughs> like it, you just nailed it. If I can't talk to his dad about it, then how are we going to talk to him about it? And yeah. the whole concept of it's such a faux pas in, in I think in almost every culture to even yeah. have those conversations and to knowing how to have it, what should we do? Um, where was it that you felt like something was missing? Like you were the missing piece. What did you think was missing that you made, that you said, I'm the missing piece? <laughs> well, okay. So I feel like where, what my work does is the missing piece is lots of times there's a lot of information out there about ages and stages by this age, your kids should be doing this. And, and that doesn't apply to all kids. Right. And so, <laughs> nope. That's me saying, so, no, I'm sorry, you guys can't see me. You should be on YouTube. You see, <laughs> if you're listening, that's me going, nope, with the face. Like, you should see the face. Nope. Sorry, go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, it's kids develop at different stages and different ages. And so, you know, nobody goes out and Googles, how do I help my child have a healthy sexuality? Right? <laughs> they're at, yeah, they're Googling things like, you know, what do I say when my kid does this? And so... I think what makes my work different is that instead of looking at it as a let's fix it when we've got a problem already, it's more like let's get in front of this and figure out how to how to make it easy for ourselves such that our kids come to us when they have questions and yeah, it's just it it's just so much easier when we don't have to worry about what we're saying to our kids is going to, you know, mess them up or harm them in some way. So how do I talk to my son who is 13 and is starting to show notice of his body and, and the responses to things and he's waking up with a boner. Like how do I have conversations about that? Yeah. Well, I think the the easiest way to do that is just to talk about it's, it's a perfectly natural thing. It's something that's happening and it's, it happens to every body with a penis <laughs> Um, well, I mean, that's, that is actually part of like sexual health and wellness as well. Information that adults need to have as well, because sometimes not getting a boner in the morning can be a sign of cardiovascular, uh, wellness or unwellness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if somebody's not getting that, that erection in the morning, it's maybe something they should go check with a cardiologist or check with their GP. And what's safe to talk to them about when you don't want to steer them towards sex, but you want them to be educated? Like, how yeah. do you not cross the line all the way, but still give the information? Yeah, I think um, what we do in the education system nowadays, if we are in a school district that has good sex education, mostly what they're focusing on is plumbing and prevention, right? Mm -hmm. They're talking about what works and how everything works. Um, and then they talk about, you know, how people get pregnant and they also talk about prevention in terms of STIs and pregnancy, but there's no discussion of, um, pleasure, you know, mm -hmm. pleasure is a big aspect of this and pleasure. I think it's something that's really important for kids to understand. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they're going to go out and figure it out or try to go figure it out for themselves. In fact, I have some notes to myself here. 
what actually happens when kids are informed about sexuality is they delay their first uh, intercourse. Usually that the onset of when they first start having sex with people becomes later and later. Yeah. Um, they use condoms when they do have sex. They are more likely to engage with people their own age as opposed to, you know, being ushered in by somebody else who, mm. you know, might be much older. Um, conversation there. Yeah. Girls often realize that they have a choice and they have a voice. And that's mm. really key because women typically aren't socialized to, <laughs> to know their own pleasure. Um, so let's they get that right there. So I want to make yeah. sure whoever's listening to that got that because I totally got a shiver. Um, girls need to understand that they have a choice and a voice. And right if you need to hear that today, whether you have a sister, whether you have a daughter, um, whether you're working with little girls um, or younger girls, those are part of the conversations we need to have and the importance of pleasure. Um, my yeah. mom, she, she's a social worker, so I've been blessed that she always spoke to me about things early. So she spoke to me about, and she told me, she's like, it feels good. I'm not going to lie to you. It's something that people do that feels good. So yeah. I'm not going to tell you it's not a pleasurable feeling. What I can let you know is that when you do, you are opening up your, your chances to pregnancy. You're opening up your chances to wanting it more. You're opening up your chances to, you know, to yeah. other, making other major decisions. So just yeah. think about it before you choose to. And that was yeah. enough for me. I was like, listen, I, I think I'm going to just stick with just being a kid and looking cute. Right on. Then, then doing this, it looks like it's a lot. <laughs> I was like, this is a lot. Then I don't want to deal with it right now. So it is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. And you know, the other, the other piece of this too, sometimes when we talk about sex, when we just talk to our kids about sex, we are forgetting all of the steps that come before getting to the sex, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're not talking about healthy relationships. Uh, we're not talking about dating. Like how do you get from, you know, I met somebody to having sex I mean, we have hookup culture now and I have, I have no problem with hookup culture, especially, you know, as it relates to adults getting what they want and what they need. But with kids, if they don't understand that there's sort of like a, a process, <laughs> you know, dating can lead to relationships, which leads to a deep love, you know, whatever. And I think those things are really important parts of the conversations around sexuality as well. I actually think that adults really need to have that conversation because, yes, we are <laughs> such in this hookup world where they, people are like, hi, bed. I'm like, yeah. what happened to the stages? What happened to the courting? What happened to the conversations? What happened to the get to know you? What happened yeah. to these other stages that creates the the um, the connection before that that's supposed to be the final stage. That's not the, yeah. not even the final, because there's a little bit more after that. But that's towards <laughs> the third, fourth quarter, third, you know, beginning yeah. of fourth quarter. We're forgetting the first and the second. And it's so Absolutely. important to start that young because we're forgetting that because everything is so visual and you can turn online and see everything is immediate right in front of you that children are now thinking that that's all there is go straight to the pleasure when they're missing the other pleasurable moments like human relationship and converse oh you remember conversations yeah. before texting <laughs> like actually picking up the exactly. phone and having a conversation so yes you, that needs to be your next book <laughs> <laughs> well you know and it's funny because i i witness with my own kids well first of all my kids saw me go through a divorce um, I divorced their dad and and they got to see how difficult that was but they also got to see me dating and 
you know, I tried to help them understand that there were definitely steps along the way. Like I didn't want them to meet someone that I had just started dating because they might not stick around, you know? Mm. (laughs) So it was a process of, um, you know, kind of explaining to them what I was doing at the same time. And, and, you know, I wrote a blog post, it's, it's in my website, but my daughter had like 10 things she learned from my failed dating experience. (laughs) Wait, how old is she? (laughs) At the time she was like 11, I think. Oh my gosh. Guys, if you even go back and listen to that, make sure you let her know what you felt about that. Uh, Zachary did the same thing. Uh, he We did a Facebook Live. I did not know my child was going to go into telling me how I should go out and find my next husband, that I just need to go outside, that I just need to, you know, I, he'll just show up and he'll be big and strong. And he's giving all these dating advices. And that that video went viral. Just from a child just sharing with us you know, their experience of what it is to date, you know, and and he didn't even mention anything about sex. So I loved that concept. So now um, what motivates you to keep being who you are? Like what keeps you going? What, what, what's your keeper goer? (laughs) Audio was kind of jammed there for a while. Um, What keeps me going? um, Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I think I've, something happened to my computer there. Um, what keeps me do- going, at least in doing this work, is knowing how important it is. I mean, people want to know that they're normal. Like that, yes. that ends up being a question I get a lot when I deal with my coaching clients. Like they might express something that they're like, I'm not so sure I should even share this kind of thing. But um, what keeps me going is helping people gain confidence around their sexuality. Mm. It helps. Um, I just, I think I was really made to do this work because I just, I'm really comfortable with it. And I, I love breaking things down for people. Um, sort of all of the things that I used to do in my life were all about sort of process improvement and it really works with this stuff too. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it great great when you can find other things that you did in other life and it links towards what you actually are doing now, you know, as a speech language pathologist and audiologist, I always focused on communication. Like communication is key, but I thought it was just about just helping individuals to learn how to communicate better in terms of verbal and production and to hear better. Not realizing I'd still be using this in my coaching world, in my speaking world, and now talking about, no, the art of communicating, that you actually have to look at nonverbal signs and the fact that why many people see the growth in Zachary and the, the improvement in what he's done that has made is because of the extra communication. Like we yeah. talk a lot, a lot until he's like, okay, yeah. now that's enough. And even when I can sneak something else, it's always like, well, what do you think? And tell me a little bit more. And it's always trying to get his thoughts and as opposed to him just only listening to me. So yeah, you're yeah. kind of created for what you are and we need yeah. to have these conversations. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're my first sexologist. I'm glad <laughs> we're talking about sex within adults, and within being a parent to the child, because if we can't do this conversation, if you feel uncomfortable listening to this right now, then how are you going to do it when you have to speak to someone else about it? And it could be a child. It could be someone who you mentor. It can be the next door neighbor who just may need what you've learned today. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you do exactly. any meditation? We speak about meditation here. Do you have any meditational practices? <laughs> I'm wearing a mala right now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, no, so. meditation is is a really important thing to me. I'm so doing a 21 that, day sadhana right now. How does with sex? Like, how does meditation help sex? Like, the, <laughs> I know this really went left, but hey, it's my <laughs> no, no, show. No. I could take it left. So, the, how yeah. does meditation tie in with um with with sex and 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 all that good stuff? I know, I know my answer, but I want to hear yours. <laughs> Well, so for me, meditation is about getting quiet and getting out of my head about stuff. And that definitely, learning that skill definitely helps with when you actually get to a sexual situation. Because what, what happens sometimes for adults when they're, when they're having sex and they start to get in their head and they start to think about, you know, is this, do I look okay? Does, is my partner having fun? You know, like all the stuff that goes into your head. And it's, you know, it just, it just doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be there. You know, you could just, and, you know, one of the things I talk about in my book are these five building blocks to a healthy sexuality and their communication, which you were talking about with your son, communicate everything, all of it, like with your kids, with your partner, <laughs> communicate. Yeah. Um, so communication, consent, respect, pleasure, and fantasy. And fantasy is one that's, it's sometimes difficult for for parents to to grasp because it's like I don't how does that really work? But for fantasy, if you if you look at children when they play, they're like all in, right? They're yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an they're example. Excited. Like they're, they're excited, they're doing yeah, they're and they're completely immersed. And that's that's something that I think as adults we could learn from kids. Because when we're in a sexual situation with our with our partner, enthusiasm is like everything, right? Yeah. Like it's everything when you're with a partner who's excited to be with you and wants to be with you, wants to be there. You know, like that's something I think we can we can take from kids. I that's we can learn. Love it. So uh, let me tell you my second of meditation, and I I feel that is it has improved my sex life. Now we taking this left. Welcome audience. This is now after dark. The Dr. Allie Griffith show. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna keep it real. Like if we're talking meditation with finance, let's talk meditation with sex. How it does, how it improves it, and it has helped me. Um, just within the last few years, I've become more conscious of being still, more being present, more learning about con- reconnecting back to myself, especially as a parent going through so many changes with my child. And the more I began to do it, and then here's another benefit of stillness, of reconnecting, when it became time for, for having sex or having a relationship with, with whomever, <laughs> you don't need to know my business, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dating, then um, it leads into uh, me getting out of my head. And I do it a lot because as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. I'm constantly planning as a strategist. I'm constantly creating creating things in my head. So I had to learn how to slow that down, how to be present, how to actually feel what's happening exactly. I like down to the cell of what's happening, which intensifies everything. So if you want another reason to learn how to be still and really reconnect to yourself and choose your meditational practice, because I'd like to introduce you to others, you know, that's why I bring a guest every time and we speak about what their meditation mode is. But because when you're so tuned in and tapped into yourself and you are feeling, you know, exactly connecting back to yourself and you're choosing to connect to your partner like it just changes the whole thing from it just being the act of sex to now the 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 communication experience and compassion 
all of those words you just mentioned, fantasy, all of that in that experience of of each act. And it's not just uh, an overwhelming thing, but it's each one is a separate experience and it just becomes so amazing. So, yeah. Right on. All of that. A hundred percent. It is. Yeah. When you can get quiet and just really focus on what you're doing when you're, when you're in that moment, it can be really magical. Like you said, an experience, it's an experience versus just like having sex. (laughs) All right. I need you guys to really watch this one because you're missing all the facial things. And and, and Lene and I are just like, yes, yes. Totally girl conversation and males because you need to know this. I know some of the males are going to be like, look, you need to read this book soon. You need to learn about meditation more. You need to do all of these things. So definitely go out there and share this information with others out there. So we're getting ready to wrap up. I know this was pretty much one of the coolest podcast conversations I've had. Um, we got to bring her back because I, I like this talking about sex. <laughs> um, Me too. I'm at- <laughs> Um, what is, um, what is something that you want to leave the audience with that, um, you feel you were sent here today to leave them with? Like, I know you yeah. do many shows, I know you do different interviews, I know you have your coaching clients in your different business, but at this moment for that person who's listening there, who's just about what knows they were supposed to be here, what message do you think you were sent here to give them? Let's see. I think, um, that's a really, really great question. Wow. (laughs) So I think if, if someone was brought to listen to this podcast today, um, the one thing that I used to struggle with, especially as it related to figuring out how to talk to my kids about sex. Um, one of the things you often hear experts say is, you know, know your values and, I had a difficult time understanding what that really meant, right? Like, what does it mean to to have your values? Um, you know, if you're if your kids are going to a great program around um, learning about human sexuality, like there's the Our Whole Lives program from the Unitarian Universalist Church, which is actually a very inclusive, very intersectional, very balanced um, sex ed program through a church, and there's a segment they go through into how to, how to learn about values. Um, and you know, that's your kids are going to have their own values and they may or may not match ours to be honest. And that can be hard, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just keeping in mind that your kids are not you. They may have aspects that are similar to you, but they're not exactly you. And so, um, it's okay for them to have their own values as Ooh, well. That was so juicy. Um, and it's so in alignment. I always like pretty much say this and feel this, that sometimes I'm never quite sure of who my guests are going to be. I love doing surprise guests. Some of the guests I've known for years and some literally this is our first time meeting. And I always trust it because I feel like whoever is sent here is sent here for a reason. And I don't have to go through this whole big screening process because they were sent. If they were sent, let's just go ahead and move forward. Um, literally, if you go back on my page, you'll see I literally posted that on my page yesterday. Know, know your worth. Sweet. And my business page, Dr. Allie Griffith, today we spoke about your word is your bond. And how my story with that with Zachary and I began to teach him that process of, you know, 
how we say things. And when we say things, we need to try our best to do it. And you just nailed it. Even though we have our own value system and our job as parents, our role is to show them and teach them our value system. There comes a time we have to kind of release the reins and then allow them to choose their own and create their own value system. And we can be there to guide them, but we're not there to sh- to tell them what it is and what they shouldn't be. And that has been such an unfolding with an opinionated, strong-willed child. Yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah. has been such a growth for me. So thank you so much for sharing your personal view, your 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 professional view. How can they stay in touch with you, Dr. Lene? How can they stay yeah. in touch with you? Thank you so much. So yes, the the website that I have my blog posts and some of my courses that are coming up is the mamasutra.net. It's T H E M A M A S U T R A dot net. And also you can find me everywhere on social media at the Mama Sutra. Let me tell you how sexy that name is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Thank about, you. I'm, I'm about to become the ah oh, mom a sutra. <laughs> um, thanks so much Amazing. for sharing, guys. You can't forget that one. So definitely follow. Um, you're listening here because you were sent here to listen and or view. Uh, what I want you to do is share this 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 listen view, whichever one you're doing right now, with at least five other people. Usually I say two or three, but this is a conversation that I don't have often, and I just feel that it needs to be shared with five. So invite five others, pass it out to five others. That is your responsibility. Make sure you go and listen to your next one. Um, This has actually been one of the longest ones I've done. So if you're still here, that means it's juicy. That means leave a note and let me know, Dr. Ali, I need some more sex conversations because then we can bring her back another time and we can talk about another interest of another thing you may have questions for. I will have her information at the bottom in the show notes where you can definitely ask questions. You can go to her site. If you have any specific questions for me, my information is also there on how we can always continue the conversation and move past the challenge if you're going through a challenge at this moment. I never like to leave you out there in, in limbo and not knowing if there's a question you have in mind. So it's always an honor to serve you. It's always an honor to take some time out to connect with you. I always wonder why am I doing this show when I can be doing so many gazillion things else and then I get my answer every time I do the show. It lets me know why I am still here. Uh, There's a purpose and there's a reason. Whether there's one listener, 10, 100, 1,000, a million, the message will still be the same and we will still be the same. But remember, in all that you do, I want you, you, yes, you out there to continue to be amazing in your thoughts, in your words, and in your actions. Peace. Thanks for coming out. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. It was an honor.